everybody say cheers and friends? Cheers and friends. Friends, cheers. Welcome to Race Chasers, your favorite podcast with us in it. The original Drag Race Fantasy League podcast. Why do we even have to say that? It's not like there's anything anyone would ever confuse us with. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was a ringtone. That was a ringtone. That was a ringtone, yeah. Charles. I knew I was going to bring that, honestly. I'm Charles. I'm Rebecca. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. We are professional hoes tonight. It's funny because, like, I was like, oh, start recording because we're just having good casual conversation. And, like, we'll just have that for a little bit before we start going. And then, like. And no one's mad. And then just went on. No, I know. We just went on. Well, Jan went home, so. Oh, wait, no, she (laughs) didn't. She she didn't. Someone's manic. Someone's manic. Um, Rebecca, thank you for these cosmos that are in all of our glasses. Uh, it's a short I week. Was, <laughs> I was thinking we could we could start to um, let that segment only pop up when necessary. Because yeah. we've got new what? segments no, to do. Yeah, let's get into the thirty second. Are you ready for the thirty? Yeah. Second? Do you need a second for the thirty second? I gotta at least unlock my phone. I'll give. I'll tell you what. I'll give you more than a second. I'll okay. give you thirty seconds. Okay. I'll give you 30 seconds for the 30-second recap with Rebecca on your mind. It's set. Go. Jan is shocked that she didn't know the way the group was going to vote last week and has zero chill about it. The queens choose their own teams for a maxi-challenge talk show called Pink Table Talk. Eureka, Akira, Trinity are on a team. Roger, Scarlett, Carly are on a team. Ginger, Jam, Pandora on a team. The topics are sex, body, and motherhood. Runway is Clash of the Patterns. Eureka, Akira, and Trinity are the top team, but Ginger gets the win. Scarlett, <laughs> Kylie, and Jan are in the bottom. Lip Sync Assassin is Bianca Del Rey. No! No. Cross <laughs> alarm. Remember, fans, Bianca has never, will never lip sync on Drag Race. Back to places. The real Lip Sync Assassin is Mayhem Miller. Ginger wins the lip sync and $30,000. Okay, I don't think that Ginger was the top. Okay, yes, me neither. Okay, so new segment. Either. New segment called "What Did the Judges Get Wrong?" Okay, here's what I think we can say on this podcast: is no one will get any points, but if we can unanimously decide that mm-hmm. someone else should have won, then we will. Write we'll it down in your imagination right now, you guys. And then on the count of three, we're all going to say a name out loud okay. of who the winner of this okay. episode is. Mm. This is okay. we're all, we all have our fingers so to I'm our say, temples. Just to run through it once, I'm going to say one, two, three, and then we're all going to say the name. Okay. That okay. Is the on the fourth page. count. Okay. Correct. Yeah. And it has to be yeah. unanimous. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we take away Ginger's Also, for all of you guys who are not here in person watching, all of us have our fingers on our temples. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. One, two, three. Eureka! Eureka! Exactly. <laughs> Eureka won this episode. <laughs> fact, okay, and this is actually a good way to lead into the cards, I think, because I will tell you, I very much, very surprisingly, almost swept my card. Almost. Oh! And when, so when they were on the runway, and then they said that Eureka's team was in the top, I was like, okay, well, I got my number one pick wrong. Mm-hmm. And my number one pick was Ginger. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I had picked Ginger, having watched the preview, thinking, like, mm-hmm. she just seemed, one, to be on a team that would be more cohesive. And I actually, like, the only team I felt strongly wasn't going to be cohesive was the one that Scarlett was on. Yeah. Yeah, like, I saw that team and I was like, oof, like, I think they're going to be in the bottom. Yes. And yet, I, I still sent a curio. This was such a good episode. <laughs> it was so good. 
Wait, so, so do good. the rest of your cards. Okay, yeah. so I had Ginger winning 10 points. Mm-hmm. Akira going home, no points. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the Lip Sync Assassin's Mayhem. Oh. Last week when we were watching the next week on, we saw the hand uh-huh. is the only part, and I it immediate I was like, that's Mayhem's hand. Wow. And it was because wow. of her nails. We have a Mayhem super stand on this podcast. No, it's her nails and those gloves that she wears. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And I was like, that's Mayhem. So, and then Robert also saw that it was a black person's hand, and I'll just spoil one pick of yours, picked uh, Peppermint. Uh-huh. So um, did the internet, girl. The really? whole internet oh, wanted really? to I mean, government. The, 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 the body the was behind the podcast, the and that's what I put last week, and I said I was going to put her every week from now on, and I did not put her this week. So um, pay closer attention. So then when Bianca Del Rio walked out, I was like, whose hand? That was a black person's hand. Whose hand was that? Right, like, right, 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 right. Um, and then it was the gag. So th- yeah. I think they kind of gave it away a little bit in the preview by not showing Bianca, but... Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the costume is different. She came out in, like, a gold thing. Um, I had the lip sync winner being the contestant. So I did get three picks right. I got the winner as Ginger, lip sync assassin as Mayhem, and the contestant being the winner. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think it was going to go to $40,000. Yeah, 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 no way. Top four. Eureka, Ginger, Trinity, Kylie Sonique. Which was our bonus. That we get bonus. all the points or none of the points. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. To be tallied at a later date. And when it'll be worth five for whoever or and however many get all of them right, mm-hmm. if anyone does. Mm-hmm. And because Mayhem was from a season in which we had a draft, someone's going to get those points. I think maybe Charles? I don't remember. Uh, or Rebecca. Or Rebecca. Whoever had Mayhem. Mayhem. That's yeah. right. Oh my so God, I love this. Those points because did she didn't win. Lipsy. She didn't win. Oh, you get points you if they win. You have to get winner lip sync. If they win the lip sync, you get their points. I never got points just for having a lip syncer. Oh, this is right? one of my favorite twists of yes. our scoring. I love knowing the rules at all times. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca, I love that twist in our scoring. Too. What is your card, Rebecca? Okay, so I also almost swept my card, oh. but at way less points than you almost oh, swept your card. So I had the winner as Eureka, which mm-hmm. we clearly voted as a podcast. It should that have been. Yeah. Should have mm-hmm. been. I will say, we'll talk about the runways later, but Ginger's runway was excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I think way better than Eureka's runway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hot topic. So, hot mm-hmm. topic. Okay. 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 But I, I actually really liked them both. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I also said to Charles this after we watched, which is that when it came down to it, Ginger's team, it was a heavier lift for Ginger to be the moderator yes. role because Eureka's teammates actually did so well yeah. and were so much easier for okay. her to work yeah. with as moderator. So I see that Ginger had to do a smidge more work and still pulled it off. Like, yeah. they were very neck and neck for me. I do think Eureka won, but... You yeah. love creative labor, though. Exactly, yeah. okay. exactly, right. yes. I had the assassin as mayhem, and I was gooped that it yeah, was mayhem. Yeah, really was. I, I, I thought it was going to be Bianca Del Rio. I thought it was which, Bianca, and then I was yeah. like, oh, man. And then I when they pulled up, I'm like, I put mayhem in just because I'm like, 
I've given up actually on trying to guess the assassin. I'm like, yeah. it's yeah. too, it's yeah. so hard. I put the lip sync winner as the all star because nice. I also could not see it rolling to 40,000. And I was also thinking like, oh, whoever does well at talk show host, whoever wins mm. that is competent in a lip sync probably. Mm. You know, like various kinds mm. of lip sync, sure. Like probably not a dancing queen is gonna win but if they right. if they throw the type of lip sync that an acting or a comedy queen would be good at, which they did, yes, yep. mm-hmm. they're Ginger going to win. It. Mm-hmm. And I also thought mm-hmm. that the with the exception of Laganja, that some of the queens they've been bringing in to play assassin, I'm like they are easily beatable. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, you know sure. we're not bringing in Monet, we're not bringing in Peppermint, we're not. Yeah. that's not who's coming back. So, mm-hmm. um, and then sent home. I put Kylie. Mm. And she was in the bottom, and I think that, yeah. I considered putting her there, but I had, I felt bad because she's on my team. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how the lipsticks go. Yeah, I think it's going to be a more divided. Is this the first bottom three? There was a bottom four. I don't think there's been a bottom three. Mm -hmm. There's been a bottom two and a bottom four. There's a bottom four, okay. And I think that. That's right, yeah. I think that the show is potentially telling Rue, at least, like, put more than two people in the bottom, put only two people in the bottom. Because mm, it is, mm. like, it's going to make it changes how the those things get pulled. Yeah. Really and then does. that just upsets the workroom balance in such an yeah. interesting way. Yeah, that's really true. So here is my top four. Eureka Ginger, like Daniel had. Trinity. Mm-hmm. And then also. I had Scarlet, so I'm absolutely not correct unless she comes back. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's yeah. going to be silky. Oh, it's pretty <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to do yours, Charlie? Yeah, let's just go in the Sure. Round. Well, I went back and looked at the silhouette and got it wrong. <laughs> my, my guess of Kamora Black. <laughs> <laughs> I did have the All Stars winning lip sync. Uh, nice. And Ginger's on my team. Nice, 10. Yes, so I feel really 18. good about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she really, that was such a good lip sync from her, it honestly. Amazing. It was amazing. And also, like, fucking love the lip sync song. Yes. Like, what a great, mm-hmm. great yes. choice. Such... Who did you have as the winner? Oh, I'm working backwards tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm confused. I was like... Everyone knows I had Eureka. Oh, why Eureka is the winner. Mm. Um, Also on my team. Um, I had Raja going home. Um, Mm. Because I thought from the preview that would be the bottom team. And I thought... And it was. And it was. The most people in the bottom. Exactly. For my final four, I put my entire team of Eureka, Ginger, and Pandora, and, and Trinity K. Bonet. Oh, I was like, and a fourth one. <laughs> yeah, and Trinity K. Bonet. Nice. Because I just thought the longer, and for a really long time, I had it as Eureka, Ginger, Trinity, Silky, and I just don't, the longer it goes on, the less likely it seems that someone's going to come back and be in the final four. Yeah. And... And it could happen, but it doesn't feel like the smart guess for this bonus question, you know? Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like they're setting it up in a way that a comeback queen could Like, tell stay. us what the game is, okay? Like, yeah. the way that Art Simone came back on right. Down Under. Trash. Yeah. 
<laughs> Agreed. Um, but just, yeah, the longer they're out of the game, the more they're not actually participating in the challenges, the more the argument is that it's unearned, which yeah. I would agree with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's going to be an opportunity for one of them to compete against someone who's on the show and, like, in the bottom has to lip sync for their life. Mm. Like, mm. some, like, if there's gonna be an episode where someone who's mm-hmm. about to go home... And they just get swapped if that person wins. Yeah. Mm. And then they don't... It's almost like the All-Stars, the last last All-Stars, All-Stars 5, where they had the, like, lip sync competition, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To see who mm-hmm. could come back and who would stay or whatever. Mm-hmm. My card, I had Eureka as the winner, agreeing yeah. with Charles and Rebecca. Um, she... I think won. I think she definitely She won, won the, episode. but she, on her season, she won the panel, DragCon mm-hmm. panel. Um, right. Uh, proportionizing challenge, and so it was just obvious that she was going to excel. That's what she's been doing. Yeah. Like, she's going to excel in this, um, and she did. I had Peppermint as the assassin, uh, and... I, I was just going to say, I'm not going to lie, like, the one of the reasons I put Ginger over Eureka winning the episode is because, like, I just felt like because Eureka's with Akiria and Trinity, and I was, I just didn't... That was, like, the best team. It ended up being my favorite team. Right. Yeah. But yeah, before had... going into it, I was like, I don't think Akiria and Trinity are going to be able to hang. Uh-huh. And it's going to make, like, Eureka be a person alone, uh-huh, and uh-huh. they'll drag her down. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I was very pleasantly surprised that that was wrong. They were definitely the most I mean, interesting team. I would... Wa- I said to Robert when we were, I was like, I would watch this, actually. There was, like, no doubt in my head that the team that Eureka was on was going to win. Rest of my card. Um, I had the all-star winning, as all of us did, because mm-hmm. it's not going to be 40000 in the bank. Like, Though I'm like, what's the harm? Like, why not? But, yeah. I mean, they're scraping... Might as well give them 100000 <laughs> and win the show, right? Like, <laughs> Right? So I had the all-star winning, so I do get those points. I had Raja in the bottom. Um, I really... We have to talk about runways tonight yeah. because the runways were phenomenal. Um, but I really thought that Raja's runway saved her um, mm-hmm. from being in the bottom. Um, and she did an okay job, but I, I just didn't expect her to do a phenomenal job. Uh, my top four. Yeah, because we have the same card yeah. except for the lip sync. So you thought Raja was going home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and then the final four. Final four. I have Eureka, Akiria, Ginger, and Trinity. So, so we'll all see. of us have Eureka and Ginger in the top. Yeah, and I think that's right. Yeah, they're both my team. And yeah, you've got a really good shot this season if you start making better picks. I mean, I, I want Eureka. to suggest even if I don't. Yeah, no, possibly. <laughs> I want possibly. to suggest too, though, even though I think we had yeah, kind of a tricky time picking a top four. I think Eureka or Ginger are gonna win. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm ready for that. I'm ready for Eureka to win, frankly. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> um, I think uh, Pandora's gonna wiggle to the top. Wiggle, 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 wiggle to the top. To the top. <laughs> because, as Rebecca said, watching them run away, she, and said previously, I told you her clothes were going to start fitting better, um, and her runway did fit much better tonight. This was one of Pandora's best looks, probably. This is, I, when she walked out, I, I, I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely, this is and my favorite was, runway that I've ever seen her in. It was, I was going to say, it was one of her best looks. It was kind of like patterns printed on a dress, but like, it wasn't my favorite thing. But, but also the wig, 
They, they weren't printed. Very... Those no, were they were sewn. Fabrics. They were all sewn. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. you can see the seams. Okay. The seams are outwards, so the fabric overlaps like that and sticks uh-huh. out a little bit. Uh, I got the reference. I thought it was nice. What I appreciated about this theme of a runway was, and, you know, correct me if I'm forgetting anyone, but besides Ginger, it feels like everybody was giving beautiful, opulent, like, spectacles that Mm. weren't costumey. And Ginger's... Gingers in the like safari felt costumey. Wrong. It was wrong. 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 I do. I do wrong. disagree. Wrong. Wrong. We're gonna shout you down. The only one. Who did I forget? It was a curious. I thought. Oh. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. I forgot. Was Ginger. Yeah. Sorry, Ginger hired a Gen Z designer. She was exactly. It was excellent. I can. I could scroll through like my Instagram feed of people like. Like wearing that to work, essentially, but like not dragged. I have that is like a very so strong positive. My favorite thing on the runway tonight, or a very strong negative reaction to everyone. And like my negative reaction to Akira was that I, I was like I don't even dislike this concept. It just feel it felt so cosplay to me mm. when like you didn't have to do that for this mm-hmm. runway. And I feel like she wasn't trying to be. For whose? Akira. Akira. Yeah, for Akira. I can't even remember her runway. She was the, like, sewn... She had, like, the needle... She was, like, a dress Oh! Shirt. She was a dress Yeah, I, I mean, I loved that. And I loved that she took... Pa- I mean, she took a pattern... The word pattern, like, in a different direction. Yeah. Which is, like, a way to stand out. But, yeah, you're right. It wasn't... I feel like the concept is exactly right. I love the concept. Yeah. Which is exactly what I said to you. And I was just yeah, like... Yeah. I the thing that makes me sad it. about Akuria is mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of other queens like Violet Tchotchke mm-hmm. or like Detox it would be fashion it would be yeah. fucking phenomenally yeah. done and it yeah. felt this was like it felt it was very, great to, sorry it felt really similar to her plastic surgery mm. tankini look from her season tankini? face kini I think uh, it felt very plastic surgery overall. Like, not even just her look, but we've seen so many plastic surgery looks on this runway. And the way that the pattern lines were drawn and were hitting her body, I was like, oh, this isn't reading pattern first. It's yes. reading plastic surgery first, and uh, then I'm seeing pattern. And then I'm uh, seeing the pin cushion purse and the the yeah. um, tape measure yeah. wig ponytail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will... Ad- I, I am pretty sure I am going to be a man alone shouting into the wind on this one. But the only, I th- as I recall, the only other look that I really did not like was Sonique's. Kylie Sonique's. Which one was that? She had the leopard print and they were kind like of butterfly Oh, I also did not like that one. Oh, really? Okay. I, yeah. thought, I just, it didn't look good. I felt like I could see how it would look good, but like, I maybe it didn't. The angles or something. Like, I think I could see it good, Something maybe. felt wrong. It didn't feel legible. Yeah. Mm. There wasn't anything about it that was exciting. Mm-hmm. It fit the brief fine. What about Jance? Jance, I thought, was kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> Jance, Jance, I was wrong, also. I had forgotten that Jan was on the show. I had and, also forgotten, and she's on my team. And she was the other one. Jan, this whole episode, really rem- made my dick soft. Like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Jan! <laughs> I'm sorry, Jan. But, like, first of all... Let's go, Teresa. 
No, she's Let's terrible. get into this segment. It's our old segment, <laughs> Reddit for Filth, which yeah, is not no. being read for filth. It's just people who show up in our Instagram DMs and want to share and chat with us. And our old friend Missy oh, sent Missy. us this meme, which is Kanye interrupting Taylor Swift as she's getting her award, and the caption is, Jan, I'm very happy for you, but I'm going to let you finish. But TKB had one of the best Beyonce lip syncs of all time. <laughs> and Missy wants to know which one of us made that meme. Because that's our entire episode yep. last week. It's like, oh yeah, Jan yep. went. Also, <laughs> Trinity's Beyonce was yeah. the best. Yeah. Y'all. That's good. It's so we good. We have to talk about the lips, di- the Liddy Tip Stick reveals. <gasps> yes. oh, Top yeah, of the app. Oh, Top of the app. They reveal, and we said this. Rebecca was called, yeah, last week. Yeah, we, we said were this waiting for the episode, exact The Jan was not there for the conversation saying we, we are not it. going to go <laughs> off of uh, track record. Amazing. Like, we are supporting Akira, and here we are. And the Y'all? level of backtracking and discomfort. Jan is the best person for the group to play oh, this gag Jan. on. And oh, I think the true. group was fucking waiting to scapegoat someone like Jan, <laughs> who, Jan, y'all. She walked goat. right into it. Goat. She's a goat. She's always been a goat. She'll always be a goat. She'll and by never goat, win. And by goat, we're not talking greatest of all time like Shakari Richardson. We no. are talking about a survivor goat, goat who is someone yeah. you just bring along with you because you know that they'll do whatever the fuck you tell them to. And you'll to, beat them in the end. And you'll mm-hmm. beat them in the end. And they'll vote with you. And that's what she revealed. Especially now. Oh, yeah. That's what she revealed when she pulled out that Akira lipstick is she only wanted to vote the way the group was going to vote. She did not want to grow, vote her heart. She did not want to vote her thoughts. She only wanted to vote the way the group was going to vote and then she wouldn't have to justify her vote because it would have been justified for her because everybody else would have had reasons that she could just nod along to. And that is why, Jan, you're not an all-star. <gasps> oh, no, no! <laughs> She's right. No, she's right. She's right. You know what nobody <gasps> at this no, table no, would no, no, ever, no, 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 no. ever, ever do is try, is take that decision and try to make it theirs. Nobody at this table would ever do that because we're far too opinionated. She doesn't have her own fucking opinion. All no. she wants is to be the one that wins or for the sake of winning. Not because she has something to show the world. Mm. What does Janet have to show the world? I want to I disagree with you, Daniel. Agree. I want to disagree with you. Okay. People at this table would make the decision that Jan made. Yeah. They just wouldn't do it the way Jan did. Yeah. I would absolutely oh, yeah. want to think I knew the way the group was voting mm-hmm. and vote the way the group voted. I would never reveal that, that that's that why off. I voted uh-huh. someone off. I would. That's gameplay, Jan. I and would. you did it bad. I would say I would, but I would admit it in a way that was like way less panicky. I'd be like, Wow, I really, you know, I, I want to be with the group. I thought that was the way the group was voting. Um, Actually, yeah, there is a way to spin it where then Akira is not even mad. Just be like, honestly, I, I think you 
are sickening and I would have kept you, but I just thought they were going like, to vote you off I was and like, I didn't you, want to be and then I was like, now. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Was, I was what was I going to do? Be the one person showing at the yeah. thing to like Jan, who they decided to keep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. oh, sorry, Jan. You know, like that's, that yeah, would have like, been what no I did. Yeah, like no feelings. I, I just mispredicted what they were going to do. Just yeah. pass the buck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because Ooh. like, and then you I didn't want to be here. I didn't, you know, it's like as much as I loved you, I didn't want to be here like having to defend... Girls. So someone's still in the game. I don't yeah. know. Girls. I'm not saying it would work, but I just This is what I know, because I've watched so many seasons of Survivor with y'all, is that... No. Because once you don't have the info, once there's a unanimous vote and you don't know what it is, you're on the outs, you're, out. you're on the bottom, and you have to fight your way back from the bottom. That yeah, but that's not, part of the fight. Yeah, that's Jan not has not begun her though. fight well. Yeah. Jen has not begun her fight out of the bottom well, but you're right. You're right. But she there are two different ways. Like, huh? She survived this week. I think that's because she... of Scarlet, not because of her. I think yeah. Scarlet shot herself in the foot in multiple ways in this. Well, episode. okay. So here, here's a tough question. A ongoing, a you know, returning segment. <laughs> tough question. Um, Love it. If we're saying at this point that Jan, like if we're, is a goat, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that someone is going to use her in her like clearly emotionally weakened state to further their stake in the game, who's going to prey on her? Who left in the game is going to prey on Jan? Um, Eureka. Eureka is going to suck up any ground. That Jan seeds. Here is I think why that all Jan is going to do is just keep uh, seeding ground. Yeah. Here's what I why I want Eureka to. Are win. you saying who's going to befriend her? No, I'm, no, I'm saying oh. who's going to use her. I'm saying who's going to use her. Oh, however they want to. Oh, okay. Ginger. That's a little exactly different. Right. Yeah, That's no, it, it is ginger. I, I misunderstood oh. your question. Mm-hmm. I okay. thought you were asking who who's going to take up that space. Who is going to like, like make like start to work to push Jan out? Oh, that's right, what right, I so thought. Right. Okay, yeah, no, no. no. So I mean, that, who's going to who's going to try and use Jan to their advantage? That is Ginger. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that Eureka. If the question were who's going to try to push Jan out, uh-huh. I think Eureka's over. Jan. So essentially, are we looking at a Ginger versus Eureka fight in the like? Tribes in the tribes right or now? Alliances? Because like it's coming down. It's come, like those are the two we both have put in the top right now. And I think, right, like, I think we're exactly right, and I don't think it's because, because, like, Ginger also is the person who decided who went home. You know, I I just realized something. And she kept Jan because Jan was on her team, right? Like, made partially, like, couldn't send someone on her team. That's what she said in the box. Which is what she said in the box, which is also why she gave money to the people on her team. Was she going to give money to the people on her team and then send Jan home? She could, but that's, but why would she do that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, She's not trying to soften the blow of someone going home yet. Yeah. Eureka's going to win this season. Yes, because it's the battle of the big girls, and it's also going to be the battle of good versus evil. And Eureka's heart is bigger. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. All the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I actually really think Ginger is probably a good person mm-hmm. and strikes me as a good person. I agree. I don't think she's going to play as yes. a good person. I think she's going to play as a smart motherfucker. And here mm-hmm. is the difference between yes. and, and, and the difference between and you why you all thought that Eure- no matter what team Eureka was gonna be on she was that team was gonna win. Here's what Ginger didn't do for her team. 
Ginger did not do for her team facilitating their success the way that Eureka was always going to facilitate the success of the people she was at that table with. Yeah. Ginger, and that's why uh, Scarlet was in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's why... Uh, uh, Jan was in the bottom. Jan, Jan was, was in the, the bottom. bottom. Right. Because Ginger didn't do that for her. Yeah. No. Ginger could have given her plenty of fucking notes, probably. Mm-hmm. Ginger could have pushed... We're probably going to get into talking about the topics soon. Yeah, we need to... Um, yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ginger could... Their workroom conversation, the body group, Ginger's group, was more interesting than what yeah. I actually heard out there mm-hmm. at their table talk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But just to touch on the losing team, because I'm not sure we'll talk about them much again and their team strategy slash gameplay. Mm. Um, I think Scarlet knew when she tried to give Kylie advice that they had made a fatal flaw as a team in putting her as the host role. Mm. But then they couldn't walk it back. You can't take it away from her. There was no one on that team who could have done that role. I agree, Charles. There yeah. was no one on the team who could have done that role. There was pro- probably... There were definitely three people in the workroom who could do that role. Yeah. I do yes. think... Yes. I you do know? think that one yeah. of the things we also... That I just now realized is that... I'm not. I wasn't taking into account the workroom work that the host had to do, like Eureka, to prepare her teammates for when they filmed around the table. Mm-hmm. And like that's mm-hmm. another reason Eureka was always going to win. Ginger wasn't doing that work with her teammates. Right. No, no, no. And it's clear when Jan delivers that line. That's like, and that's what the judges are looking for. And I'm like, that was funny in the workroom. Yeah when you said it then, and probably they said, yeah, say it out here now, but that's not actually what this no. challenge is. No. no. Eureka was doing no. pre-interviews, and Ginger and the other group were doing challenge prep. You know what yes. I mean? Right? Like, yeah. yes. Yeah, she, she knew she knew how to help she people have a conversation. Exactly. She asked mm-hmm. specific questions. Like, she didn't, even just specific question of like, it, did, it didn't matter if that's not that they talked about, but, like, have you had sex and drag, as opposed to, like, what do you think about motherhood? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, okay, like, yeah. you know, as opposed to, like, you know, Lead like... Lead the witness what, a little. What's your, you know, yeah. what's your relationship to mom? Or, like, what's your relationship to mothering? Okay, let's, You know what I mean? Like... Let's yeah. get into the topics, yeah. because now you're starting to ask the questions, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about people's answers and why... Can I pause one second? Speaking yes. of it... Do we have the monitor down here? Yeah, it's turned on. Okay, cool. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of motherhood, our baby monitor's turned on. Sorry. So sorry yeah. if there's a little feedback in the podcast. No. Um, I have beans. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk about the sex group first, because here's my tough question to y'all. Did you feel like the topic of sex... And then the subtopics that each person brought to that conversation mm-hmm. were relevant and interesting and gave you personal insight into who those people were. Yes. Yes. Certainly with Trinity, I think I learned something about Eureka. And definitely about No, I definitely learned... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My answer yeah. is yes. I also... Yeah. I mean, I know the challenge was... And things that I have not thought about. 
Yeah, yeah and yeah. also like things that maybe thought think beyond that person, you know, about mm-hmm. context more. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested to hear Akira talk more about identifying as trans at a certain point of her life mm-hmm. and what? Yeah, well, like Eureka's also come out as non-binary. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Eureka's non-binary, and Akira lived as a trans woman. And then transitioned back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the subtext I've heard, and this does happen Gen to a right? si- like, significant um, number of trans individuals, actually, which is why uh, the WPATH recommends that for trans individuals under 18, you don't do any non-reversible surgery, because mm-hmm. uh, a good 20 to 40% of youth end up realizing they're not trans. Is it because gender, or are not trans, or are no longer, like... Is it because gender isn't real, guys? Like, come on. Like, it's like, oh, they want to start living as a guy. A guy. I, think gen- like the I agree that gender is a construct, but I think that gender dysphoria is a chemical thing that is not a construct. But Here's, I'm guessing, like, does I, that okay, mean wait, they wait, weren't wait. I want to back, okay, I yeah, wanna back up for a second because I think you didn't mean what you just said, which okay. is that you said that gender isn't real. And gender is absolutely right. very, very, very real. real. Yeah, yeah, right. That was the I'm only sorry. response I was having. Right, yeah, yeah. No, you're and, and I think that... One of the things that confuses the whole issue is that it's incredibly hard to talk about gender not in a binary. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a man, then does that necessitate that you be a woman? And if you are a Kyria and you already spend so much of your time dressed as a woman, performing as a woman, mm-hmm. embodying female womanhood as society has deemed it for you like yeah it makes sense that maybe you transition and then you're like i'm not a woman i like like pause like like happy non-binary awareness day like week week week. let's give them a month I said it here on Race Chasers Podcast. It's non-binary awareness. I was having a great DM conversation with our uh, a friend of all of us, Greg, um, who is non-binary, and um, they had a series of Instagram stories talking about how they uh, were like, "Well, is it my gayness and my femness and my queerness that makes me feel these things, or is it something separate?" And I. And I responded to the story saying, no, because I feel very gay, very femme, and very queer, and I've never seen myself as anything other than a male. And, like, it just shows, like, like, that gender and sexuality and gender versus gender expression are completely untethered. Mm -hmm. Like, you can be femme and present as a female and not feel that you are a woman. And that's, and you are expressing something that is your identity. And you are also male. Yeah. And, vi- and vice versa. Mm. And it's just not the same thing. I think I what I was way trying to say... No, Sorry. I think you're right. But I think you're right. I was... I did not mean what I said. But I do think what I was trying to say is... I think it's important that when we... At least uh, from the little bit we saw Akira talk about her experience. And like... That we don't... Uh, that, like, the time that she was living as a trans woman, she said, is not, like, she was getting it wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's the yes. key thing that I'm yeah. trying to say. It's not, like, it's not like oh, she thought she was a woman, right. but actually she got it wrong. She was still a man. Which right? is, like, is what I found most interesting and wish there had been an actual Pink Table Talk episode that was an mm-hmm. hour long, because I was so interested to hear more 
about that because that narrative is, as Daniel said, like statistically very common and, but it's not something that, that I have really heard much about in the mainstream. So to hear Akira talk about like actually living as a trans woman and identifying mm-hmm. as a trans woman and the like modification she made to her body at that point in her life and then how that affects her identity at this present moment. Mm-hmm. Like there, mm-hmm. it was so, Akira was amazing. Yeah. And Akira was gorgeous and Akira was personable and I fell in love with her all over again during this episode. And I fell wanted in to... love with that whole team. It was, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I was already Trinity in love with Trinity. Was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trinity yeah. talking about being HIV positive and like literally just like just the actual knowledge she dropped on the show. Like I know that's about so much being more readily available. And but like, rates no, the, the and, yeah. fact that like people, that's so, like that's impactful. Yes. yes. You know, like, period. I, I want to say that the type of knowledge that Trinity dropped on the show is the kind of knowledge that you don't see people get or have access to unless they need it, want it, or are seeking Look, it out. for it. Yeah. Worked. worked for it. But that it happened on this show in front of this audience is so impactful and so meaningful in so many ways. I mean, I think there are a lot of people who also really work for that. You know what I mean? I do like, think make so. It their, oh, yes. Make it their life, you know, yes. but certainly, yes. but like, I think, yeah, you're right, I think. Yeah. yeah. I Not the, enough. The chemistry of this whole group was just incredible. I've loved the workroom conversations between Trinity making friends with Akira. Like that, so sweet. that thing mm-hmm. is gorgeous. And it became really apparent because I think the second group was Scarlett and Raja and, and, and Kylie. And it became very apparent that the chemistry was not there. Not there. Negative no. chemistry. And I think Kylie did a good job salvaging it, like the judges said, in that one moment with Raja yeah. mm-hmm. when she was like, don't let the hurt child make the decisions for you yeah. or something like that. There was like, no yeah. way Sonique was going home in that moment. Like, that was... And that was a beautiful... Yeah. A beautiful... Don't like, let the traumatized child make the decisions for you as an adult. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Was, that yes. was excellent, and, yeah. and she saved it, but, like, for the rest of that whole thing, like, you could just see... Like no chemistry, and it was—it felt like they just didn't. This challenge was difficult because it felt like because we said at the beginning when it started, I was like, oh, I thought make... immediately that it was going to be serious, and, and I was like, Robert oh, they're going to make them laugh, challenge. like it's drag right, race. Right, 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 they're going to yeah. do drag con panel discussions. That was not the brief. No, and and part of why I was like, part of the reason I chose Ginger as the winner is I was like, no, this is going to be a real conversation. Like I thought from the beginning it was. And Scarlett got the memo that I got. Like, no, it, I don't no, think so. I don't think so. I don't, so. Agree. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I want. Yeah. I want to re. I when we get to it, I'd like to recast who I'd like to hear from as the motherhood team. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Scarlett gets to stay on the motherhood team. I also, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I also think you were right when you said there were three people who could have been hosts. I think two of them were on Eureka's team. Mm-hmm. I think Eureka. And Akira could both mm. carry the conversation. And I felt there were times, the only times in that group where I was like, oh, I don't know if the dynamics working as well in the room as I think it is, is because Akira was basically holding her own. Yeah. With mm-hmm. Eureka yes. as yes. facilitating the conversation. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I maybe that's why Eureka doesn't win, is because she didn't carry a conversation. Like Eureka was there too. I, was Akira <laughs> the only person of the three groups of the person who introduced the pink box to first say, 
and we love games on this show. Like, everyone else was like, here's a pink box. Yeah, here's yes. my you know? furry yes. box. And, I, and she was like, all right, well, let, you know what? Let's play a game now. Like, mm-hmm. that, and that made so much sense. Yes. And I think they showed that first group, yeah. that group first. If they'd shown the groups out of order, yeah. they would have stood out even more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. why are you bringing this? Because I only just noticed that when yeah. you said it, because yeah. then it was set up in my mind. Exactly. She set it up in my exactly. mind for me. Yep. I want to go back to what you were talking about with Raja and Kylie uh-huh. and that group, because Raja had to go outside of her group like next day or whenever they film that next part and re-talk about what she shared in this challenge with people who weren't on her team Mm -hmm. because the vulnerability and the personal narratives that they have to pull from for this challenge if you can't sort that all out on the table with your team if it's too scripted or too manipulated to fit the brief then you're left in this lurch of feeling like, well, the personal stuff I shared was shared not the way I intended it and it and I wasn't cared for in the way I needed to be cared for in the moment that I brought all this stuff up and I'm really not trying to hurt my mom is the message that Raja got. And there was, she wasn't given the opening by any of her teammates to... No, I don't want to use the term like walk back, but she wasn't given the opening to dis to dis to demonstrate the complexity of the feelings she, she felt yeah. for, for the her. way her mother yeah. mothered her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Beautifully said. Thank I you. think that's absolutely right because she was on a team with Kylie Sonique, and I will never take away from her the complications that must come from her relationship with motherhood, period. Yeah. I actually totally was, like, relieved when she talked about it. And this is super selfish, but I, as a selfish audience member, was relieved when she talked about it through the lens of her cat. Dog. Or dog, I'm sorry, through her pet. Because I was like, oh, okay, great. Like, it would have been too difficult for me, actually, to have that right now. Well, she... On her, on season two, she says that her mom sent her to uh, military school. Yep. I remember. Um, like, I just was like, like very I was like girding my loins, yeah. and then she brought up her goddamn cat, uh, dog, and I was like, I'm <laughs> okay. sorry, that little ass dog is a cat. Go ahead, Rebecca. Here's my thing that I think I would have wanted from Kylie Sonique. It's not that I needed her to talk about this at all. I needed her to stand in that workroom and tell Scarlett, as her teammate, that she didn't want that topic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because... Mm. Mm-hmm. As a person experiencing motherhood, I don't think that anyone on that team mm-hmm. shared anything about motherhood. Uh-huh. I think what they shared about <laughs> was about being mothered. Not about mothering. Having moms. Yeah. Having moms. And that moms. is why Ginger was right from the beginning. And that mm-hmm. is why Ginger was right yep. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think, if I can recast a little, here's what I think would have been lovely in the workroom, is if they realized that they wanted the same topic 
and then someone had offered to switch teams so that Ginger uh. and Scarlet could have been on the same team and Scarlet could have talked about what it means to have two moms and Ginger could have talked about what I'm assuming is about parenthood not having a mother mm-hmm. in the relation, going into parenthood knowing you're becoming parents and that mother is not a role for this child that you're putting into this person's Ginger life. Ginger already said, Ginger already said she was going to be a mom though. You know what I mean? Like, talking right. about, like yeah. Also talking about like yeah. mothering as an act and not as like a gendered role too. Exactly. You know? yeah. And so yeah. I've actually felt been a very let, I felt very let down by this, but I appreciated when Michelle Visage said this was actually the hardest category. Mm-hmm. And yes. I agree because Because guess who's the only person on that panel? Well, actually I don't know about the guest judge. On that permanent panel, who's a mother? Michelle. RuPaul. <laughs> call, call me, me Rue. <laughs> you know, call so, me Mr. Paul. <laughs> Mr. Paul. So to get like personal and not a too personal so way and to so like totally sorry. invite feedback on this, sometimes I like to include when I share my pronouns that my parenting nickname is mom. Mm. That I, she, her mom. Because that is not always true. Some people are she, her dad. Mm-hmm. And I think that we should open the window to what mm. that all is. You know, if you're she, her stepmom. Or, it, like, if mm-hmm. you, I think that parenting and, like, the way that caregiving mm. can sometimes really create an identity for you for a very long, long fucking period of your life. That like there's there should be an invitation for that identity to be present. Like he then plant. <laughs> the so the I'd motherhood team that my dream motherhood team is Monstera. It's hard because I find in all of these categories that Trinity was the most intriguing contestant on this show. I think she could be in any category and have uh-huh. taught me something. Trinity. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Be it the sex category she was in, mm-hmm. be it in body, mm-hmm. or we all have acknowledged at this point the dysphoria that must attend what she has done. I think she could have, I think she could have taught me something about mo- like motherhood too, mm-hmm. be- because every I was actually surprised. I'm surprised that hasn't come up yet that like nobody read motherhood in the other sense, in the mm-hmm. drag sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone assumed it meant parenting. But yep. I, I fully would have accepted yeah. yes. like motherhood in the drag sense. Yes. Like, and that's where I think I could have learned something from Trinity, too. Yeah. Well, you know why like, I feel like I could have fully accepted it, and I feel like it's not because of this show. Because I don't think because this of legendary. show... It's because of Legendary. Mm. Because I don't think this show has really showed... This This show has not shown us queer family. No. no. You know? But no. Legendary has. No. And so that's why I feel like I could imagine that conversation from that contact. But, if you're, but I, I don't... You know, there's a lot of people who watch Drag Race and don't watch Legendary, right? Like, yeah. Fuck, I'm also just realizing too that my top four are all people that I think could have been on any topic and taught me something. So there might be a bias there too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I believe that of Akiria. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. I believe not here. I believe that of Eureka. Mm-hmm. I believe that of Ginger, and I believe that of Trinity. Mm-hmm. And who was my fourth person? So me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I learned something from Sonique tonight. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Sonique on a team with Eureka. Because uh-huh. I again mm. feel like 
Like, Raja, I think, did do some vulnerable work, yeah. even though, even knowing that, like, the team wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, Raja did it anyway because that was the brief. Mm-hmm. And... And she connected, you know, like, with the, you know... Yeah. yeah, and I think if Kylie Sonique had been on a different team and the workroom convo she had with her partner, mm-hmm. people, wasn't Scarlet being like... Oh, do more you think energy. you bring enough? Do you think you're more energy? And I'm like, it's not that she needs more energy. It's that she needs more empathy. She needs to listen more and craft questions yeah. to pull out of Skaja, Scarlet, Scarlet, <laughs> Raja, Skaja. Like, yeah. I actually think Kylie could have potentially been coached to lead that conversation. Yeah, too. and yeah. I also think someone could have someone could have coached her, and she could have sat in a workroom with. Eureka or someone who could have asked her tough questions and she would have been like I'm comfortable with saying this I'm not comfortable with saying that and Eureka would have gotten it and found a way Eureka and any of them would have been good like I'm actually ready for Eureka to win and I I think I'm I think I'm about to alienate Daniel but I don't think dog mom is a thing Oh no, you're not alienating me, girl. And I don't even mean parenthood. Because it took me out of any concept of motherhood that I have, which I thought for Kylie Sonique was going to be, I've had a hard couple of months. And that was going to be a a conversation from Kylie Mm -hmm. that was going to be too hard for me tonight. For you to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't, I wanted to hear something that I didn't associate with parenthood from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she brought yeah. up her dog, yeah. I felt such relief because I was like, oh, thank God I don't have to do this emotional labor for yeah. myself tonight. Yeah. So I, I think you. I needed the opposite, Daniel, which is that I needed her to tell me in some way how hard it was to care for another being that exists yeah. in the world. It needed to be more than look at my cute dog. It needed to yeah. be more than look at my cute dog. Mm-hmm. You need to tell me that, do- that that dog was dying. You need to tell me that you got this dog because as much as your exter- external genitalia matches your identity, you won't ever actually produce kids. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like... Or just like anything about taking care of that dog. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, or, or it needs special even... food. I don't know. Although, to be fair, lots of parents don't do anything but show cute, you know, I mean... Yeah. Uh, Here's my cute my kids be, and here are their chicken like, nuggets. Oh, like, right? what's like, it like to be a parent? Oh, look at my kids, you know? Like, but, fair. Like, you know, fair. That's fair, I guess. Yeah, but <laughs> to clarify, like, I try not to use motherhood and I don't even love parenthood because sometimes I think it's harder to care for our elderly grown folks in our lives and I think we need to acknowledge that like sometimes the people we do the most caring for are not a part of our like biological or intimate familial structure caregiverhood caregiverhood and um yeah I like that it especially maps onto my feelings about queerness too it especially maps onto my feelings about queerness too yeah it's it's work that for a really long time has always been gendered and it's always fallen to women and it's incredibly undervalued and yeah. underpaid yeah. and yeah. that did not come up tonight on this show. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I do and, and this is this is I think our collective point. It could have it could have. Yeah. It could have. There Especially are, based on the conversations we did yes. see happen. You know what I there mean? There are like, groups of queens in that workroom 
who could have had the conversation we wanted to hear on this topic. Oof. Okay, please maybe cut this next portion from the podcast. Y'all, I know we're doing a good job when we tell Robert to cut things from the podcast. <laughs> That's when I'm like, but no, like, we've struck a vein. Okay, yeah, this is super yeah. footnote. Should I try and save it? Nope, do it. Go for okay. it. Okay. Lesbians love me. Yep. Yep, cut yep, it. Yep, cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the most. I'm so dead. I'm so dead. We got the most Pandora box we've ever gotten. And honestly, yeah, I was very triggered by Pandora. Yeah. You know, can I tell you something? I thought about you when Pandora started. Uh, to I did not. I love that. That's I what I want I everyone to tell me the whole goddamn time. <laughs> We've given so much time to the You're sex right. group. Let's talk so about much Eureka's time to blocked intestines, you guys. That's ginger. ginger. I mean ginger. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> okay. Cut back to one. Let's talk about ginger's blocked intestines, you guys. <laughs> that was the body group. That was the whole of what the body group presented when they got out to the stage. Jan mm. had nothing to offer. Absolutely not. I wanna, I wanna just, I wanna just be mean to Jan first. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is a recurring segment for me and Rebecca. At this point, where we're point. just like mean to Jan. Where we're just mean to Jan. Okay, so Jan had nothing to offer other than that. Sometimes people slide into her DMs and tell her she's gained a little weight, and people should not do that. Nope. Yeah, no. absolutely, don't no. do that. Okay. Um, but also, I'm like, Jan, you don't, everyone gets to feel however they feel about their body, but you don't get to be the fat one or the skinny one in this group. So, you're right, <laughs> you're right that you don't know where you fall in this group. And also, you have nothing to offer about body. You dress up like a woman for your job. Yeah. You change the shape of your body almost every single day and you haven't done any work that you want to share with us about that mad at you girl i felt very bad for her in the workroom conversation or the untucked you know whatever they tag on to the sexual episode where everyone was like they want you to be real they want you to be authentic they want you to be honest and she's like not receiving the message that like the only message she got was they want more funk they want and more I'm like funk. but not on this challenge girl I and Eureka, think it's really hard Eureka fully like pinned it that like funk wasn't something performative like put the funk on your performance it was no stop performing as much and the funk is there like you're a human being that's and, the funk they mean yeah and is she, honesty yeah is what she said which was great because like Jan was so Jan was so every single other person I went to the Boston Conservatory with freshman year. She's like, so shots fired. She's so fucking Boko. Did she go to yeah. Boko? She went to Boko. Yeah. Because so I called it. Remember, Boko. it was that episode, it was the Madonna challenge. That. And I said, yeah. she looks like every freshman gay boy at Boko. And we looked it up and she went to Boko. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like, well, this is like, so. Clearly. 
she's not able to do what they're asking, right? Which, and some, and imagine how hard it must, I mean, I think it's probably super hard to hear, what we need you to do is be more yourself. And she really believes who she's being, that that is her, right? So yes. there's no work that show can do yeah. for, for, for that, but there's not work that can't be done for that. Yes. You know, yeah. and also I think a lot of it is probably much less of an issue. I mean, I don't know, but like, it's, one, do you I think, think she boils down to like what motivates people? Yeah. Like, what is the thing that people are striving to achieve uh, for themselves? And we don't give enough credence to someone like Jan, and I am one of these people, but also I don't care enough to not still shit talk her um, with Rebecca, is uh, (laughs) what motivates her is, like, acceptance and wanting to be the cheerleader. She said that in her confessional when she was crying, and it was like... She literally said, like, I'm the cheerleader. After being... I tried too hard. Right? Like, literally, like, the thing we've been saying. And when I saw that... When I saw her confessional on this after this episode, it was just like, and here we go. Let's all look at this, like, cis white man in an able-sized body that is perfectly accepted, that lives in a metropolitan area. A very attractive person. That has nothing to say about any of these topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl, you gotta find something. You gotta find something mm-hmm. that makes you relevant, yeah. that mm-hmm. can put you in this conversation. Oh, Jan because... should have been a host and she should have just been earnest. And just she been like can't. asking, no, no, not a cheerleader in that moment. Like, you can, if sometimes, I think there Jan are hosts, have... there are like people who host who you realize you don't know anything about them. Yes. She could have been one Ellen. of those. And if she is, I think she's actually, actually not a terrible example, Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, she, uh, Jan, also friends with if Bush. she's actually a cheerleader, I think she could have made that kind of host. Hmm. Because all she would be trying to do is lift, lift the up. people up that she's with. She's a degula degula bunny. She is! So Jan, they're as super valuable. As we're talking... Yes. But like, you gotta that's know why Ginger's gonna use You her. gotta know how to deploy a degula bunny. You do. Mm-hmm. Jan's plight on this show, I'm now realizing, is very much like Laganja's. Mm-hmm. It is very try hard and performative, and and Laganja got the same critiques of like. Michelle was like, who are you? Like, I've had enough of this, like, manic energy and these catchphrases. Like, can you just be a real person? And Laganja's like, I am being me. Yeah, this exactly. is who this, I am. This is how I act in society. There's nothing yeah, like, this is right. how I act. This is yes. who I am. Stop telling me that this is a performance. And and so it's the same kind of thing. that Like, to what you were saying, Charles, is like, that message is not going to be received on this show. And, like, fucking love Laganja. And did not for quite a long time. And it just feels like Jan just has to have the time and maybe she'll never yeah. make the connection. Maybe it won't happen. But it, there that. has to be time for it to happen because she's not going to get the message here where everyone's like, just be real. And she's like, this is not... 
what you're implying is that this is fake and this is not fake. And they're like, that's not everyone's she's not hearing quite is getting like, to the point of No, this. this is how I always am and have been. And you're like, yeah, but are you being real? Yeah. And it's like, oh, just because I've always been doing this, maybe doesn't like yeah. doesn't it, mean what I've always been doing is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Or and also exactly. probably we need better language for that. For yeah, sure, like, definitely. Because I actually like it was like know, serious miscommunication. As I get older, like emotional intelligence, realize, like we're all always performing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm even performing when, podcast host right now. And I and I perf- you know, well, let me be careful here. Um, because don't get fired. No, <laughs> say like I think I perform. I think real is also a performance. I think like uh-huh. people can perform genuineness. Yeah, and they can do. Okay, yeah. Can perform so she can just learn how to do that very well. Yeah, and, I and think some that people the do. People that we just buy as real or sincere may be performing just as much as the people who are not. And uh, I think I, I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think doctors do it. I think more doctors could do it and could do it better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please perform that you care about me. This is such a good episode. Uh, Don't cut so, anything. Well, but I think because what ended up happening is it was about them talking, talking about real topics that are like topics we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like... I also sure. like we did not mention Pandora's Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think it was really a valuable piece of the conversation, even though she didn't share it on the she didn't do it on the show. I yeah. Yeah. She like, tossed it away on the show. Yeah. She tossed away too much. She was not she wasn't comfortable talking about it, which which again, like one way you do that is with what we call pre interviews, which is yeah. basically what it seems like Eureka was doing. Is like Getting people are not being like, are you comfortable talking about that uncomfortable thing? Okay, great. Because guess what? Like being like, here's an uncomfortable thing. You know what? I'm gonna talk about it, and I'm gonna be really comfortable doing it too. That's Probably not gonna not work. Gonna happen. <laughs> that's, not, that's not gonna work. No, no. no. Turns out, no. Turns yeah. out, you know, and yeah. rehearsing it also like maybe not the best idea, right? Like it's right. It's there about talk- some amount of. We're also like rehearsing talking about talking about something, is, <laughs> is. Practicing talking about it, not yeah. practicing what you're going to say. But yeah. what Pandora actually said was, and this was said in the workroom, I don't exactly know how she presented it in the actual challenge, which is that she was a twink, and now she's old, and she doesn't know what that means. And she uh. doesn't know how she feels about that, or she doesn't want to talk about how she feels about that. I see it all the time. I see those people every day in our circles. Yeah. And I really fully get and understand, like, knowing that the time you felt the most like yourself and the most confident and comfortable in your body is when it was the smallest and when it was the most adored and fetishized by other people and youngest and and youngest Mm -hmm. and that that is not something you have access to anymore i actually think and have thought for a long time that this transition this situation in our gay community is as close to cis hetero womanhood 
as you can get mm -hmm. is the mm -hmm. twink to no longer a twink transition. Yes. Is, it's is all no about... Exist. You no yeah. longer exist in society's eyes. It is close to what I think cis-hetero women go through everywhere. Mm. Yeah. As as men get. How long can you stay as small and as young as possible? Small, young, soft, supple, soft, hairless, like all these things mm -hmm. that are fetishized. Because this is like, about fetishization, you know? And misogyny, right? Yeah. Like Yeah. For sure. Right. Like Yeah. Because yeah. it's how how is that also not about power? Yeah. No, absolutely. It's no secret that like twinks are generally bottoms, like, mm. and that bottoms in our sexual gender roles in the gay community tend to be thought of as submissive, mm -hmm. or the powerful ones in a dominant and then, ima and then imagine that that's also in a well, healthy you can subvert it. You can subvert it, but like I'm speaking yeah, 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 in like right, right, what right. is the what is the uh, the prejudice, the bias, right, okay, like right. the. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with the word twink is there is this implied youth and mm. this implied like naivete that mm. also comes along with it that when you age you're just like I don't have access to that anymore I know too much like y'all yeah. this which is, is why a table talk right which here which is why I am making good. the graceful transition to eccentric older lady <laughs> You, you, and you are nailing it. You uh, guys, all four of us are gonna look so great in Grey Gardens. Like I have to say, I can't wait. I saw I once once that hairline started creeping back on the scalp. I was like, you gotta have something else going for you, girl. Put on some lipstick, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I was thinking, and this is a cue from your mother, Susan Robert. I can't wait for the day that I need reading glasses because that's a new accessory I'm excited about. Yeah. Oh, oh my, I got some fake lenses right now because I know what's up. Bring I'm on kidding. the readers. I'm so sorry for how comedy improv challenge this is. Uh, oh no. We all sign off. I've got one. Just the, in case. the way we all sign off, we sign off every week with our favorite quote from the last hour of Have unrecorded conversation. Have you forgotten how to do the sign-off? No, it's a great sign-off. Yeah, well, sign-off this week, we sign-off every week. Thank you. By each, by each giving our favorite quote from the last hour of unrecorded conversation. I've got a different one, if anyone wants it. Nope, mine's is great. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? Mine is simpler. Oh, that was a hilarious quote when Robert said that. <laughs> I am I'm curious what Okay, fine. Let's, Let's sign guys. off this week the way we sign off every week by suggesting which hot topic we wish the queens had been given to reveal personally about themselves. Outside of the three. Outside of the three. That's a better one. <laughs> But mine is so much fun. Gender. <laughs> Religion. No, I'm just kidding. I take it back. I take it back. Cut it. Cut that one too, Robert. Race. <laughs> Race. Oh, God. Politics. <laughs> agriculture. I say agriculture. Nice I want to hear your weakest. I'm funny.